I'm Shannon, the Garden Girl from Georgina Garden Center. Welcome to our very first podcast. The Garden Center is located in Keswick, and it opened up in 89. Mike and Connie decided to open a garden center um, because Mike had started a landscaping business back in 84, and he decided he needed to have more plant material he had access to um, quicker than he could get from other places. So they decided, why not? We'll try it. And they actually opened the garden center first at the Five Corners. And if you've been in Keswick long enough, you'll know exactly where I'm talking about. It's not really Five Corners anymore, but everyone still refers to it as there. And it was right beside the little convenience store. And then they moved over to our current location at Woodbine and Old Homestead, I believe the early 90s, the exact year, I'm not too sure. But, and they've been there ever since. So the garden center this year, I believe is its 30th year, if my math is correct, 89 to 2019. And very excited about that. That's pretty big to be, be in business for 30 years and in a small town. And they love servicing Keswick, Georgina and surrounding areas. Like they love it. And you can tell when you come into the garden center that they love what they do. We all love what we do. And it just shows in what we have going on in there. So I started at the garden center in 2000. My mom made me get an after-school job because she said, I'm not sitting at home all day. I have to get a, a job. And I had to figure out a way to pay my, my way through university because I was going to start school the next year. So I started there and I immediately loved it. I had absolutely no idea anything about plants. I didn't know what a petunia was. I knew nothing. So I was going in completely green pun intended, and, but loved it. So I worked there, worked my way through school. I went to McMaster for labor studies and politics. In my third year, I realized, like, I liked it, but I had no interest in doing it as a career. Like, I thought, no way, not doing this. So, but I didn't want to give up. I'm not a giver-upper. So I stuck with it, graduated, and applied to Guelph for the horticultural program and did their two-year program there and have, haven't looked back. I've been doing it ever since. And like I said, absolutely love it. So the other person, luckily for you guys, you won't just have to hear me the whole time through these podcasts. I have the lovely Katie here. She's my friend and she will will just be chit-chatting here about gardening. Oh, you called me lovely. That's nice. Well, I try. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I'm Katie. I sort of represent the garden idiot, if you will. I am kind of the green version of Shannon back in the day. Um, I've been coming to the garden center for a few years now, almost like two and a half years, I think. Mm -hmm. And I've just been sort of soaking up all the knowledge I can from Shannon. <laughs> and um, we thought that would be a really good idea if we had a podcast with someone who is such a seasoned, smart gardener and someone like myself, who has no clue, who wastes their money all the time with <laughs> ideas because there's, I'm just... It's not wasting, you're learning. Yeah, supporting the business really <laughs> strong over the last yes. few years, but um, we have so many things to share, and the format for the podcast is we sit down over a cup of tea, mm -hmm. and we're going to talk about what tea we're drinking in just yes. a second, and this podcast in particular, we're, we're filming or recording in Shannon's living room, and I can tell you, I'm looking around, her living room looks so much different than mine, there is so many <laughs> plants, and there are healthy plants no. everywhere <laughs> there's so many like i'm looking around there's like tropical ones there's like beautiful ferns it's just are we in a rainforest shannon i feel like we may be in a rainforest. well we want it to kind of look like that so okay. yes <laughs> mine's all faux plants that's right okay now, um but 
they don't die and they don't require a lot of work, but we'll talk more about my uh, lack of slowly skill. getting you there. Yeah. Um, okay. So we're sitting over a cup of tea. This yes. podcast is going to be 20 minutes in length usually. And, um, the cup of tea that we're having, um, we'll talk about every time. So you can sit down and grab a cup of tea with us, or you could maybe put your headphones on and do some gardening while you listen, or mm-hmm. maybe work out. I don't really do that, but <laughs> no, <clears throat> I like only to 20 think minutes. I want to, right. but I don't. So the tea that we're having today is nettle tea. Um, and it's by the brand Clipper. Um, I actually found this tea in England. Shannon and I have both been to England. Mm-hmm. And uh, this, I just loved it. It's an organic tea. So, I mean, that's fine. Um, and it is, the description of it uh, is a light, distinctive, and refreshing infusion, which provides a clean flavor and subtle, subtle grassy notes. And it's naturally caffeine-free, which is kind of a bummer because I love caffeine. But yeah, kind of need that, don't you? But we're really revved about the podcast, so we don't really need The good thing is our cups, too, our little teacups here, are made in England, so it kind of goes hand in hand. Oh, we're having an absolute tea party. Yes. But, so, nettle, I didn't know you could drink, are we drinking stinging nettles? It's the same thing, yes. Okay. Well, I've encountered stinging nettles a lot, but not drank them. Most gardeners have. Okay. And once you touch it once, you don't want to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. It burns. It does. It has like a histamine that it releases through the little thorns on it. You'll see little tiny like hairs mm-hmm. and that's what creates the burning sensation. It only lasts for a few hours. After that, you're fine. <laughs> no, it does hurt. Yeah. It feels terrible. <laughs> yes. So what, Shannon, what are the benefits of drinking nettle? Well, Katie, <laughs> I had to look this up because I have never even had nettle tea before and this is actually quite good. So I'll probably be going out and buying more. Um, but apparently it soothes, soothes, it soothes mm-hmm. allergies. It treats muscle and joint pain, which is good for all the gardeners because a lot of people um, find gardening makes them sore because you're using muscles you normally don't use. You're on your hands and knees, etc., etc. So could be a good tea for us gardeners. Strengthens bones, boosts heart health, soothes skin irritations which is kind of ironic that it <laughs> irritates your skin but when you drink it it soothes your skin yeah okay Good i like on that the one inside terrible on the yes outside. Okay. <laughs> um and it strengthens immune function regulates digestion like there's so many and that's just a few of them it, is this the elixir of life yeah i think so <laughs> i think i'm gonna have to start drinking this okay it's good though i mean it tastes Honestly, like it's a it's pretty, actually pretty good. It's a green, green looking tea, yeah. but it's not bitter. It actually, to me, has like a I know it was saying refreshing and subtle grassy. No, no, it's like a, a vanilla taste to me. Yeah, I like it. I, I think totally... it's good. We're, we have nothing in it, so anyway, cheers. Yeah. cheers. We should cheers. Cheers. Aw, cute. <laughs> okay. So, okay, another thing that we're going to be doing every podcast is we have questions that our GGC community sends us. And we'll send, we'll let you know at the end of the podcast how you can submit them. We sort of shared with a few of our um, customers our plan to do a podcast, and they had already sent in some of their questions, and we picked one that I think is kind of relevant for the time right now from uh, one of our long traveling customers. She comes from Brooklyn, Ontario. Her name is Allison. She drives up um, all this way, and her letter explains why. So I'll just read it, and then... Obviously, Shannon will know the answer, not so much me, but (laughs) (laughs) putting me on the spot. I get to read the question. (laughs) Okay, so I've been coming to GGC for five years because the service is incredible and the selection is so unique and perfectly priced. 
I need help this year because I get way too excited and I overwhelm myself with ideas and I need to learn how to plan. Um, her writing is really special. Okay, so where do I start when I'm thinking about making my plans for my garden? And what are some trends for uh, spring 2019 that I should consider? Keep up the amazing work, Allie. Okay, that's lots in there. Okay. <laughs> okay, so she asked where to start because she gets overwhelmed, which is easy because there's so many good ideas out there on Pinterest, Instagram, Facebook, yeah. all those things. And who doesn't want to do them all? But yeah. it is. It's hard to do all of them. So pick a couple of things. Also think about are you, for the summer, are you going to go away? Do you have a cottage? Do you go on holidays? Things like that. Plants can't survive a week, two weeks plus without being looked after no and kidding. especially the last few summers we've had have been really really hot they're just not going to do it so first thing about that like realistically what are you going to be able to handle and some people they want the jungle book feel they want all this stuff but they're not around to look after or they're busy working busy with life and it's understandable we're all so busy so pick a few things or pick say two or three things and get good at those things and then add something on like don't do it all gung-ho all at once which is great and everything but it's slightly unrealistic so be on be realistic about your gardening goals also remember too that you're gonna fail everyone fails at gardening that's gardening it's or you're looking they fail a lot yeah like <laughs> but it's living things it's it's gonna happen right like no one has a plant that has never suffered that has never died it's you and if it dies you start again if you like that plant get another one and start again like it's just it's not going to last forever. And same with outdoor plants. Your plants aren't going to last forever. So Even the perennials? Yeah, like they'll peter off after a while or some bad winter, an animal, something comes by. It's So you start again. Okay. You know, like I think that's a big stumbling block people get on. They fail once and they don't want to do it again. Like if you do veggie gardening and you have a really, really wet summer, your peppers aren't going to do well. And so oh, I don't want to do peppers again. They didn't work last year. Well, look at the season. It wasn't necessarily your fault it did it. So... Always look at things like that. Like, don't stop. Like, keep trying. Um, what was her other question, too? So she was sort of, like, wanting to know where does she start with her plan. Okay. So, you know, we're, we're doing this podcast. There's still snow on the ground. Mm -hmm. So um, basically all we have at this time is Instagram and taking a look at what yeah. we've done in the past and Pinterest. And this is, like, the stage where even me, who has zero education, is super overwhelmed. And I think Ali is a pretty, like seasoned it's gardener? Allison oh it's she Allison. may not want to be called Allie it's Allie it's Allison. I call her Allie every time I see her <laughs> sorry Allison um okay so I think she's a pretty seasoned gardener so she's sort of wondering like at what where should she start in terms of like does she draw it out or mm -hmm. does she make a list well drawing it out's always a good idea you know even when you have a when you start building a house you have an you have a plan to go by. So when you're doing a garden, draw it all out, do all the things you want to do, see where you can fit it all. And then just peck away at little spots as you have time for, and as you have money for, because money's also an obstacle for many as well. So pick the few spots. And that way too, when you go to the garden center, you have an idea like, cause it can be overwhelming. You'll go in and you're like, I want that, 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 and oh, that. But yeah, every time I go to the garden center, it's basically the same feeling I get if I go to the grocery store, Yeah, not, not, eaten with yes. an empty stomach yes i walk into the garden exactly. center and i have no idea what i'm doing and i see everything and you want it everything. looks beautiful yeah especially ggc is like stunning i walk in there i'm like <laughs> i want my whole garden to look like yeah. this and so i buy it all and then i get home and to be fair it just sits in trays for so long because i'm yes. like 
What do you do with it? Yeah. yeah. So yes, come in with a list, come in with a plan, pick a few things. And it's okay to get those um, last, like, what do you call them? When you just pick them up. Oh, like a spur of the moment. Thank you. Like, yes. Yeah. You can pick that up, but pick the few things up you did for sure come for because you know those are things you want and you have a spot for those ones. Then you don't have to get home. You're like, holy crap, why did I buy this? Mm-hmm. So yes, come in with a few things you're going to get. It's always nice to come in to at the garden center. If you come in monthly, every three weeks type thing, we always, we're always bringing stuff in. So there's always new stuff, especially with perennials. You don't get all the perennials all at once. You get them in as they bloom. So if you frequently visit us, you'll see different stuff every time and that kind of helps with the gardening as well but um right now because there's still snow on the ground you can 100% do indoor gardening and I'm sure Allison already does I know she's bought in cactuses and succulents and stuff from us so and I know she's really good at those but you can never have enough so those you can always have more and more succulents and cactuses and try something different like if you come in and you've seen you see a different succulent you haven't had before try one of those um especially if you have success with most of them um, if she's in coming in during the season and she's a good gardener, try again, something new that she hasn't had before. And then, but stick with her tried and true. And when you come in, we will help you. Like if you ask and say, oh, you know, I have never done this before. I'm just starting out. We'll give you easy, almost fail proof plants. But again, like I do have a lot of plants in here, but sometimes I just have to throw them out because they've had <gasps> enough. You like do? Sometimes I forget to water them or, you know, they just, they're tired. So, you know, it happens to everybody that, again, it goes back to, it's not going to last forever. Okay. So. Experiment a little bit. Exactly. Do you pick a color theme at the beginning of the year? You can. A lot of people like to do the whites. It's very fresh, clean. It And a lot of people might not know too. It almost glows in the dark at at night. So if you do a lot of entertaining at night, the white really pops at night, which is nice. Um, but yeah, start with the color theme. You can, at this time of year, you can start seeds. You can do any seeds in, inside. When you do seeds, you have to have a bright window. So just make sure that, okay. and maybe no pets to play with them. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> cats. <laughs> yeah, cats tend to like to play with things. Um, what else did she ask? She wants to know what, if there's any trends emerging for spring 2019. Um, I mean, I know that we could talk for an entire podcast yes, about trends, 100%. but for you, like, what are you most excited about? seeing this year same thing every spring more plants just because the winter's so bull yeah. i just like to see plants again um from what i've seen there isn't a ton of like new trends i think they're just building on the trends um there's a lot more i've seen indoors hanging plants like macrame is coming back in but then they're doing spins on macrame so it's a full plant pot oh right yeah hanging like Everything you see on Instagram and, and everything, right? Yeah. So succulent, Succulents are huge. But Succulents are huge, I wanted yes. to know, like, do you ever take your succulents? Like, I have a few on my windowsill that are actually real. And yes, and I can't believe your succulents are so nice. My claim to fame is my string of pearls yes, succulent, which gorgeous. is apparently, when I bought it, Shannon's like, well, you're going to kill it. That's yes, the worst. I had no hope for you for that one. <laughs> well, everyone... <laughs> apparently kills them and i don't know why i did i killed Even mine shannon killed it yeah mine survived um by the way shannon's dog jackson is with us and he is laying <laughs> full he's out. slightly distracting legs akimbo here with a big <laughs> rope and, it, and the cat is right beside him 
So you may hear little fo footsteps around us. That's what we've got a little hype team with us, which is so cute. Okay, so string of pearls. Mine, mine has survived really well and it's overflowing. It's that luxurious looking string of pearls yeah. that everyone wants. And I Somehow I've it. got it. I don't know. <laughs> I'm putting hairspray on it. No, I'm kidding. I haven't. But uh, do you ever take your succulents? Because uh, one of them that I have seems to have had like tons of babies. Mm -hmm. I have it in a teacup. My yep. grandmother's teacup. Do you ever plant it outside? Like, should I? I actually had, the only success I had with succulents, and I have no idea, like at work I can keep them alive, I bring them home and it's a death sentence for them. So see, not everyone is going to be able to be good with all plants, whether you're a good gardener or not. It just sometimes doesn't happen. So my best luck I've had with succulents is outside. And I just put them on my patio table, and because they're outside with no cover, I, you have to make sure there's drainage because if it rains a lot, you don't want that pot to fill up and it become a bathtub of succulents. And I also have like a screened in area. So there are my pots that have no drainage and then I, cause I can control how much water they get. But my best ones I've had luck with have been outside. Do you ever put them like in the ground on the, in the garden? Um, here's my other thing. I don't have many gardens at home <laughs> because I'm at work all the time. Right. Okay. And it is a lot of work. So I have a lot of pots. And I do up my little back porch and stuff where we sit and things like that. But um, I have had some in the ground before and like hens and chicks, things like that. The, the hardy ones. And they spread, don't yes. they? And the best thing with them is ignore them. They don't like fuss. Okay. So because they don't like water. So you let the rain water. If you don't get rain in like two months, go out there and give them some water. But really, they're more of a put them in. And they're like good a, to go. Would you use them as like a border or something? You can. Yeah, because they don't grow tall, right? So you want to see them if you put them right. in further back. So you can do it as a border, um, a rock garden, a drier garden if it's close to the house and it's hot or by a patio, anything like that. Um, or just like an area that doesn't have the greatest soil. Like you can't. And again, when I say like low maintenance or anything, you can't forget about it because it is still a living thing. You do have to go out and like talk to it every now and then or like look after it. But they are pretty low maintenance, pretty easy. Okay. Yes. Well, that's pretty good. I think Allison will be satisfied with that answer. So we're going to be taking your, your questions for our upcoming podcast. So if you want to send us um, an email or a comment, you can send it through um, our social media channels. You can find us on Facebook. Just search Georgina Garden Center, and we're right there. Um, also, you can find us on Instagram uh, at Georgina underscore garden underscore center. Is there another underscore? No. No, just the two underscores. Yeah. Okay. Um, and you can, you can DM that to us and we can definitely mm -hmm. answer it next time we do one. Yes. We can even take more than one question. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, and that's kind of what the, the theme of this is going to be. We want everyone to be happy gardeners and entertain gardeners. So, um, <laughs> how about this tea, Shannon? How many green thumbs out of five would you give this tea? Oh, I give it at least four. I oh, like it. I've actually okay. filled, I don't know if you noticed, I filled my cup back up with more water. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's a good tea. Mm. So again, this is a nettle, um, a nettle tea. You can even grow your own nettles. I my mean, muscles I think... already feel better for drinking it. <laughs> so relaxed. Yes. Yeah. Um, and you could dry your own nettles. So you get stung. I think I'm just going to buy it. Okay. But for those that want to. Yeah. Put some gloves on to pick the nettle first. Yep. Hang it up, dry it, and then... Make yep. some tea. Make sure you don't put any pesticides or have it low yes. where your pe your pets may yes. mark. Yep. Um, it's a good tea. Jackson's having a meltdown. Yeah. I think he's telling... What, what? Yeah, I think he's I think telling us he needs to... 
<laughs> so well thanks for listening um to our very first podcast this has been fun yeah <laughs> we want to know what you guys think if there's anything that you want us to add or whatever we want this to be a community for you mm-hmm. georgina garden center is such a um a tight community we love serving everybody and we want this to be for you as well so tune in next time yes thanks it should Jane. be fun thanks it's good thanks bye